What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is Concept Tuesday. Always go over some different conceptual things, how to approach sports betting, to-dos, not to-dos, things like that. And on today's show, we'll talk about live betting, how to approach live betting, what mistakes not to make, and uh, we, we boil it down to five uh, kind of a one through five checklist. So five tips for improving your live betting. Let's get right into it. First things first, special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com, the new place for everyone listening to start making your sports bets. Why? Because they don't charge a VIG. That pesky little tax that the house always charges that makes it nearly impossible for average people out there to make money, that goes away. So if you want to start betting essentially risk-free from this point forward, check out Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP. That's SHARP with a P. That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. And see how you like it. That $10 is rollover free. Make a buy or two. Make a purchase and see how you like betteredge.com. And when I say make a purchase, it kind of acts like a sports betting exchange, kind of like the stock market. So you're buying one end of a bet and someone out there is buying another end of a bet. And let's say you place a $200 bet. A question I get about this is, so they have to match you up with someone out there who is placing another $200 bet on the other side? No, there could be... 20 different people making $10 bets. As long as the money matches, your bet will get placed. It's very cool, very unique, and they have a social media aspect as well. So you can follow your friends, share your picks, have tournaments, have head-to-head matchups, all online at betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, so five tips to improve your live betting today. Let's get started. Number one, uh, and again, Live betting is something that is growing more and more. You know, there's more books offering live betting. More of you guys are getting into live betting. So this is meant to guide those who are new to live betting, getting involved with live betting, and want to start making more money. There are a lot of mistakes that people make betting live. There's a lot of things that people do betting live that are whimsical, money-wasting tactics. And so this is kind of Uh, a little checklist, what you should do, what you should not do, and some things to pay attention to. Number one, and this is so important. This is the thing I struggle with the most with my closest friends who like to bet sports. Early scores do not necessarily provide value. Okay, What you'll get a lot is, let's say it's a football game, and the team who's a four-point favorite allows a touchdown to begin. So the team who's a four-point underdog scores and they're now up 7 nothing. Well, what will happen is my friends will often call me and say, hey, hey, that team who's minus four is now a pick That's value, right? They were minus four. It's value. It's like, no, that's not value because that was when the score was 0-0. <laughs> that was before the game started. Now that it's 7-0, that changes everything. The score or the line takes into account what has happened up to this point in the game. And while live markets may be a little bit less efficient than pregame markets, they still are very good. They know what they're doing, and they're getting better and better every month. So the idea of, oh my God, this team was minus four, they give up a quick score, let's now get on them because they're even money, that's got to be value. No, that's not value. If you would have said before the game started, hey, this team's minus four, but they're going to be down 7-0 five minutes into the game, well, then they shouldn't be minus four anymore. So the idea of early scoring providing value is one of the biggest mistakes I see people make. 
They like a favorite. Something happens. That favorite goes down and they think, oh, this is great. I'm getting him at a cheaper price. It's not a cheaper price because it's taking into account everything that's happened in that game so far. So it's actually just as fair a price, if not a little bit less fair, a little bit more fair than than before the game. So the idea of early scoring creating value is not the case. And that happens in every sport. It can happen in the NBA too. If the Lakers are four-point favorites against, against the Clippers and the Clippers get off to a 10-0 run to start the game, and again, the line goes back to a pick it's not as if there's suddenly value in the Lakers because, well, before the game, they were minus four, now they're even. Yeah, but that's taking into account that the LA Clippers have 10 points and, and the Lakers have zero. So early scoring does not provide value. Do not make that mistake. Number two, and this is actually kind of based on number one, pay attention to how scoring happens. Let's go back to our football example. If we've got a a team who's a four-point favorite and they're kicking off and they give the ball to the underdog and the underdog goes down on a 10-play drive and puts it in, that's concerning, right? The underdog broke down the offense or broke down the favorite's defense. They went down in 10 plays. It looked fairly easy. That's concerning, right? You may want to second-guess betting on the favorite after that. However, if the favorite kicks it off to the four-point underdog and they return the opening kick for a touchback or for a touchdown, something that is rare, a bit fluky, a bit lucky, that's a much different 7 nothing than the 7 nothing where they drove down and scored and manufactured those points. So keep in mind, how these points are being scored matters. If they are somehow getting lucky in scoring or something happens to where, oh, okay, give me a break, then maybe it's wise to look at the underdog. If we're taking a favorite in hockey... And 30 seconds in, there's some, you know, they're just trying to ice the puck and the goalie fumbles it, you know, misses it and it goes in the net. That's much different than, you know, a team going down, getting a good offensive possession, getting a one-timer, working a goal. That's so different. So pay attention how the scoring is happening. If there's something weird that happens, something fluky, an early lucky goal, a kickoff return for a touchdown, then that early score may provide value for the favorite, but generally, just because there's an early score doesn't mean value. All right, number three. Um, Where's number three? Come on. All right, here we go. Reinvesting in the same team you've already bet is very dangerous. And again, this is a mistake that a lot of people make. And first of all, I get it. It's really, really tough. It's a difficult thing to make a bet See your team go down, and then now you're staring at the screen at a much, much better line than what you got. That's happened to me all the time. I'll take a soccer team, and they'll be plus 150, and they give up a goal, and all of a sudden, it's like they're plus 350, and I'm like, God damn it. If I would have just waited 20 minutes, I could have gotten them at plus 350, but a word, you know, and a very important tip avoid the need and the urge to buy back in. Don't say, oh, God damn it, I got the Lakers at minus four. They're plus 10 right now. I'm going to get them a plus 10. Avoid that urge. You're going to get just as many times where things go horrible to when things go great. Don't waste your money consistently rebuying into losing positions. That's a way to quickly lose money. And I know, again, it's tempting. It's tough to see that. It's tough to see a team you invest in with a much, much better price. And that same $10 bet to win 10 bucks could now win you 100 But again, don't do it. 
If you consistently make a habit of that, you will lose money. And on the other note there, remember, the market is still pretty efficient, even live. So just because you had a team minus 110, and now all of a sudden they're plus 250, that doesn't, again, that doesn't mean value. Just because you get paid more on a bet doesn't mean value. Generally, all those bets are going to be right around the same percentage as a lot of the pregame bets. So just because you see a big number, plus 250, plus 500, plus 1,000, doesn't necessarily mean value, even if... That team who's now plus 1,000 was a favorite to start the game. There's not value just because they're really cheap or quote-unquote cheap. And and before I go on, let's talk about that quickly because that's a uh, people talk about that often. They, they think that a team who's minus 350 is expensive and a team that's plus 350 is cheap. Just because you're paying 100 to win 350 doesn't make it cheap. And just because you have to pay 350 to win 100 doesn't make it that expensive. If the if the line is minus 350 and you think the line should be minus 500, that's actually an extremely valuable bet. And if the bet is plus 350 and you think it should be plus 250, that's a ripoff. Just because a car costs $100,000 doesn't mean that car's a ripoff. If that car is very valuable, it's going to potentially go up and, you know, like the Teslas, it's going to go up after you buy it or or it's worth 150000 whatever. That could be a valuable thing to buy. Just because a car's expensive or a house is expensive or something's expensive doesn't mean its value's gone. It could still be valuable even though it costs a lot of money and something that, a toy that was made by me that's going to break in an hour... I could charge 50 cents for a toy that I made, but if it's, if it's going to break in an hour, that, that's a ripoff. It's probably worth five cents. So just because something's priced a certain way and you have to pay a little more, pay a little less, doesn't mean value or non-value. That's a, one of the biggest mistakes people make when talking about sports betting. All right, moving on here. Number four in our live betting tips, do the math. And it's really the same approach as a pregame bet, like we just talked about. If you think something should be minus 110 and it's plus 150, that's value. If you think something should be minus 110 and it's minus 150, that's not value. Take the same approach when you're betting live. And if you need an easy tool to use, something online for free to convert percentages to lines, go to aceodds.com. That's A-C-E odds.com and find the odds converter. Here you can type in any percentage. You can type in 57.3. And it will give you a line. So if you sit down and you say, hey, I think this team has a 60% win, a chance to win. And you'll tie, you go to aceodds.com, the odds converter, type in 60%, and you'll see it'll spit out minus 150. Okay, well, if the market price is minus 110, you've got 40 cents of value. If the market pl- price is uh, minus 200, may not want to make that bet. So go to aceodds.com. That will help everyone out there do the math and convert uh, winning odds or at least implied odds into a bet. All right, and last year, number five, uh, this one's interesting because if you bet soccer, it's not likely you're going to get this. If you bet American sports, it's likely you will be able to get this, but a lot of people don't do this or they overlook it. Try making your bets, your live bets, during a commercial or any kind of timeout or stoppage in play. The sports books have many advantages over us. They charge minus 110. They can turn down bets at any, at any time. The sports books work with a lot of advantages. And if you bet live, 
you better guarantee or you you at least sh- should assume that these sports books will do anything they can to take advantage of you and to pass post you and to make sure they're always getting the best number. Have you ever noticed when you place a live bet, most websites have a little a little circle that spins or something that loads and it takes usually anywhere from 3 to 10 seconds to place a bet? This is not an accident. This is on purpose. This is for the sports book to get one last chance and see what's going on in the game. And if the book has a better chance to win their bet in that five to 10 seconds, they'll let you make the bet. If something happens against them, they will then cancel the bet and say, sorry, the line's now moved to this worst price. Would you like to accept it? And you can say yes or no. I'm sure that's happened to several different people out there who are listening. And it can be very frustrating. It can be incredibly frustrating when you get a team and you want to make a bet and it's plus 140 and you, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. Sorry, the line's moved to plus 120 and you go, fuck. All right, well, still, I think 120 is good. And you wait, you want to place the bet and the circle, circle, spinning, spinning, spinning. Sorry, the line just moved to even, pick them. I'm like, what? In 15 seconds, it's moved from plus 140 to pick them and I didn't get any betting because why? The sports books always have final say when you're betting live. So take that advantage away from them by betting during timeouts, TV timeouts, stoppages in play. That's very, very important. That way, you have all the same game state information that they have. There's nothing they're working with that you don't have. So once again, going over all five of our tips. Number one, early scores do not necessarily provide value. See what's happening in the game, not just because the team scores early, you have to factor what's going on around that. An early score generally means the line's going to move for a reason. So early scoring doesn't mean value. Number two, which is related to number one, pay attention to how early scoring happens. If it's football and a team manufactures a drive down the field that you bet against, that's 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 concerning. You don't want to bet against that. If, however, the team you bet against gets the opening kickoff, runs back down, okay, maybe a little bit of luck. Do we have some added value? So pay attention to how scoring happens. Number three, be careful reinvesting in the same teams you've already bet on. I know it's tough to see a team that you bet on get off to a terrible start. Now they're so much cheaper in the market. Avoid reinvesting in those teams. Number four, do the math. Same as pregame. It should be simple betting live. Are the odds they're charging worse than the implied odds that I think will happen? And number five, try your best to bet during timeouts, stoppages in play. So you know you're working with the same information the sportsbooks are. That does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.